Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It's Ben Break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, just creating an atmosphere where God can dwell, just being in an atmosphere where God is, and just hearing what he got to say to us this morning. Um, before we start, uh, one, I want to thank the platform, um, Chaos Blog Talk Radio, for the opportunity and the space. Um, and so we're going to jump right into our segment this morning. We're going to pray first. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for breath in my body today, God. Um, thank you for every listener being able to listen this morning, God. Thank you for um, just allowing us a space, creating us a space, there being a space where we can just be fed by you, God, be watered by you, God, and for seeds to be planted inside of us, God, so that they can, you know, allow us to spurt and grow and be fruitful. I thank you, God. Um I just thank you for a new day, for us to start fresh, start new with our best foot forward, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. Um, This morning, I want to pray and I ask for you to just sit on me, God, this morning so that I can, you know what I'm saying, speak only what you want me to speak, God. I pray that you give me um, the wisdom and the words to say this morning, God. I pray that everybody's um, able to be receptive and have their um, ears open, Lord, to hear from you. Even if it's the slightest thing, God, I pray that nothing goes um, unreceived if it's needed by that person, God. I pray that we're all able to grasp what you have for us this morning, Lord, even me included, God. I pray that nothing goes over my head, God. Um, I thank you and I praise you and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So good morning, y'all. Um, this is episode 126, I believe. I believe we're on 126. And we're just going to jump right into our word this morning, y'all. We're going to come from John. Well, do I want to go affirmations first? No, I'm going to go into the word. John chapter 4, verse 14. We're going to go to John chapter 4, verse 14. And y'all, literally, this word itself, and it's not even too, too crazy. It's literally, I'm about to probably talk for like max five minutes. People be saying that and end up talking for like, you know what I'm saying, 15, 20, 30. But no, for real, like this word had me praising God on the side of the road yesterday over and over. Like I literally cut me a step real quick. Okay, cool. Get back in the car. I pulled over again because God, why are you just so good? <laughs> and like I said, the word is so simple. It really is. So we're coming from John chapter four, verse 14. And the title, I guess, if I had to give one, is never again. Very simple, just never again. And we have John chapter 4, verse 14. And this word came from a praise break. Like, I was literally listening to a praise break on YouTube, and he said this. And I'm like, hold on, because that's so good. Okay, so John chapter 4, verse 14. I'm going to read um, the New International Reader's Version, and it says, But anyone who drinks the water I give them will never be thirsty. In fact, the water I give them will become a spring of water to them. I will flow up. It will flow up into eternal life. I'm going to read it in another version. What other version we want to go? Let's go easy version. But But I can give people a different kind of water. Everyone who drinks that kind of water will never get thirsty again. The water that I give them will become like a well inside of them. That will never, that well will never, sorry, that well will continue (laughs) to provide water that gives them life forever with God. And I just love the fact that 
what I have received from this is when when we come into Christ, we have the authority and the power to say never again. You get what I'm saying? We have that authority inside of us to now say never again will that keep me hostage. Never again will I go through lack. Never again will I suffer. Never again will I have a victim mindset. Never again. You get what I'm saying? God gives us that authority when we come into him and we come into this this well that never goes dry. And God is able to continuously feed us, continuously, continuously that door is open for us to, to receive from him forever. You get what I'm saying? We never have to visit that place of dry land. We never have to visit that place again of bondage, of being, of being kept and bound by our mindset, our circumstance, people around us. You get what I'm saying? Whatever it is around us, once we come into Christ, never again will we have to thirst. Never again will we have to go without. And as long as we continue to stay connected and we learn how to overcome, how to let go of fear, how to walk into the promise, all of that comes with us staying connected and being committed to seeing it. You get what I'm saying? Like all of that comes into play when we commit to God and say, you know what, Lord, I will follow you. One, you know what, I'll give you, you know, give you the the authority of my life to to, for provision and to provide, and I will see things through with you, and I will also stay connected so that I can never, you get what I'm saying, go dry again. And that's the thing is we have to get into our word. We have to do the inner work. We have to actively strive for growth and, and, and being full in Christ. You get what I'm saying? It's an active walk. You get what I'm saying? So, so that we never go dry. You know what I mean? We have to stay connected. You know what I'm saying? It does us no good to have this spurt of, Oh yes, I'm a. You know what I'm saying? I got it. And then the next day or a couple of days later, where it go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, where it go? You get know what I'm saying? We gotta stay connected, right? Stay connected. Um, um, that other what else? But whoever drinks of this water shall never thirst. Um, he isn't forceful. That's another thing I, I realized in the scripture because he's talking to a Samaritan woman that's at a well. You get what I'm saying? And Jesus is not necessarily supposed to be talking to her. But you know Jesus, y'all. He do what he wanted to do. <laughs> really. Jesus did, Jesus did what he wanted to do. And he's not supposed to be talking to her. And um, she's a, a woman, you know, back then, okay, she's had five um, husbands. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so she's not really looked at as highly um, in worth or whatever. But the point is, is that... Um, I don't know him still, like, I don't know him. I, the point I'm making this is that he wasn't forceful with her. Let's read it. We're going to go ahead and read it. Um, what part do I want to read? But anyone, no, I'm going to just, we could just really stay on that verse. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will never be thirsty again, but anyone who drinks the water that I give them will never be thirsty. In fact, the water I give them will become a spring of water in them. It will flow up in eternal life. You know what I'm saying? The woman said to him, sir, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty and I won't, I won't have to keep coming to here to get water. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus she she has to open up her mouth and say, Lord, give me this water. He, you know what I'm saying, gave her a suggestion. Hey, this is what could happen if you come to me. You know what I'm saying? This could, this could be what happens if you choose better for your life. This is what could happen if you put your best step forward. This is how it could turn out if you trust me. But, you know what I'm saying, do what you do, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so she's just like, no, Lord, give me this water. I need it. You know what I'm saying? We have to come to Christ and say, you know what? I, I want it. I want it for me. 
reaching the lost at any cost. You get what I'm saying? At any cost, because Jesus was not supposed to talk to this woman, ideally. He was not supposed to be conversing with her. So with that being said, at any cost, he still went to go save that one. You get what I'm saying? And this was the first person he revealed himself to, a person he wasn't even supposed to be talking to. Because at the end of this, um, at the end of the story, then Jesus says, okay, because she was like, um, okay, the woman, okay, Jesus had ended up telling her, like, um, about herself, about her life. Like, she's like, he was like, oh, go get your husband. Whole time, Jesus, no. You get what I'm saying? What's up? Hold on, let me see. I love Jesus because you already knew that that woman. Hold on, let me get to it, y'all. Okay, Jesus, he told her, go, get your husband and come back. Like, Jesus, go, get your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right. (laughs) Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands. And the man you live with right now is not your husband. What you have just said is very true. <laughs> like, why would you even tell me to go get my husband if you knew I ain't even have no husband? <laughs> but the point here is that at the end of all of this, of Jesus, you know, because, okay, now her response back was, sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our people have always worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is Jerusalem. Jesus said, woman, believe me, a time is coming when you, ooh, Lord, believe me, a time is coming where you will not worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Sumerians worship what you don't, you Sumerians worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. Salvation comes from the Jews, but a new time is coming. In fact, it is already here. True worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. They are the kind of worshipers the Father is looking for. God is spirit. His worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's already saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Our people, okay, but the, the Jews claim that the place that we must worship is Jerusalem. You know what I'm saying? They're saying that we must worship on this mountain. I know you're a prophet, but they're saying that we have to worship over there. He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I have come. Everybody get some of this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to get a dose of me. Every, I am spirit. God is spirit. I'm living inside of you, 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 you over there that people may not think that I'm there. I'm in you. You know what I'm saying? The people that are cast out or looked at, whatever, I'm in them. I can be everywhere. I am spirit. And you worship me in spirit and in truth. You get what I'm saying? So she's looking at it like you're not supposed to. Okay. That's where the point I was trying to pull from this. And the woman said, I know that the, I know that the Messiah is coming. Messiah means Christ. When he comes, I will explain, he will explain everything to us. He said, Jesus said, the one you are talking about is the one you're speaking to. I am he. The point I'm making from this is that this is the first person that Jesus said, yeah, I am he. I am the Messiah. I am Christ. I am God sent down. This is the first person he revealed himself to, a person that he wasn't even necessarily supposed to be talking to. You get what I'm saying? A woman that is looked down upon, she's married five times, and now she's with a man that's not even her husband. You get what I'm saying? That's the first person Jesus chose to reach. That's the first person that Jesus chose to be like, I am he. I am Christ. I am here. You get what I'm saying? I just love him. Like, I just love him. So um, the point I was pulling from this is that what I realized in this text is that Jesus isn't forceful. God is not forceful on us. We have to choose him. Um, he is enforced, but we have to choose him daily, choose healing, choose breakthrough, choose power over our circumstance. We have to choose these things. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
our what is the um scripture of our our flesh is no our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak this is a daily fight that we have to go through you know what i'm saying our our spirit is like oh yes i want better i want breakthrough i want growth but our flesh is too, you know what i'm saying may may not be able to see our flesh don't see what we see we have to wrestle with this thing every day uh-uh that's not what we really want uh-uh, that's not what we're going after. Uh-uh, you know what I'm saying? That's a daily process that we have to take, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, God is, okay, God has already sent provision to the next place. He just needs me to jump in. And I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. About, oh, they're kind of going to send us another direction. Um, As we begin to come into Christ, as we begin to build that relationship with him, as we begin to trust him, we have to also trust the fact that we can trust him. <laughs> like, we have to trust the fact that, we can trust him. You get what I'm saying? That God will provide, God will see us through because it is a daily walk. You get what I'm saying? We're going to go through things. Things are going to come our way. We're going to have, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. We have to trust that we can trust him. And with that being said, there's several instances in the Bible where God had to, you know, God has provided. God has, you know what I'm saying, been that provision for the people. You get what I'm saying? And we have to be able to trust that. You know what I'm saying? We have to depend on God for provision. Command things in your life and believe that we are taken care of. You know what I'm saying? And the examples I wrote was the story of Elijah in the Bible. Um, I'm going to just say this real quick. Of us, just examples to encourage us to trust God. You know what I'm saying? He's going to take care of us. He's going to supply our every need. So we're going to go King, uh, First King 17, just three verses. Verse First Kings 17, we're going to read three verses. Then a message came from Elijah from the Lord. He said, leave this place, go east, and hide in the current valley. In the, it is east of the Jordan River. You will drink water from the brook. I have directed some ravens to supply you with food there. I have provided. You get what I'm saying? I have directed some ravens to supply you with food there. Do we trust it, though? You know what I'm saying? Do we trust that God has sent that thing to take care of us? Do we trust that God already has that ram in the bush? Do we trust that God already made the way out of no way? Do we trust it? Because he said to Elijah, you know what I'm saying? You will drink from the brook. I have directed some ravens to supply you with food there. Do we? It's our job now. Our next step is to trust that we are taken care of. You know what I'm saying? So Elijah did what the Lord told him to do. He went to the Kern Valley. It was east of the Jordan River. He stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning. They also brought him bread and meat in the evening. He drank water from the brook. It happened. You get what I'm saying? Trust his plan, even if you can't see his hand. Thank you. We got to trust it anyway. You get what I'm saying? If God said, I provided and I'm going to take care of you, it's our job now to trust that he said what he said and he ain't playing about us. You know what I'm saying? That's now our duty. He said what he said. Trust that he will take care of you. And that's what Elisha did. And guess what? When he got there, what God said was going to happen, happened. What God said he was going to provide, he provided. And that was that. Our next story that I want to reference, and we're going to wrap the story up, is Exodus chapter 4. Okay, he is not a man that he shall lie. You feel me? He's not a man that he shall lie. His word will not return to him void, baby. If he said it, it's going to happen. Are we, are, the, are we the ones standing in the way of God moving, though? Because like we just said, he's not forceful. You know what I'm saying? We have to choose him. We have to pick healing, pick breakthrough, pick power over our circumstance. We have to pick this. this. We have to pick it. He is not forceful. When he told the woman, once you drink from my well, you know what I'm saying, you will never be thirsty again. He didn't make her drink it. You know what I'm saying? She said, Lord, where, I, I need this. 
You know what I'm saying? Lord, I, I need, you know what I'm saying? That's how we should be, Lord, I need it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so our next story that I was just going to reference is Moses. And right now we're talking about trusting that God will provide, trusting that, you know, we can depend on God for provision and trusting in him. You get what I'm saying? When we pick him and when we choose him to, to, to follow, trust and see it through that he will be the God that, he, that we read in this Bible. Okay, boom. So we're going to go to Exodus chapter 4 real quick. Dang, I didn't even write a verse. Exodus chapter 4, because the whole story is Moses really trying God up, but it be us for real, is, you know what I'm saying, what if the, I see right now I have highlighted, what if the elders don't, what if the elders of Israel don't believe me? God told Moses, you're going to free my people. You won't do it with this stick. <laughs> okay, but what if they don't believe me? The Lord said to him, what do you have in your hand? A walking stick, he said. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. So Moses threw it on the ground, and it turned into a snake, and he ran from it. That be us. When God give us the power, when God give us, you know what I'm saying, when God give us power and gives us authority, we run from our own anointing. We run from our own power that God has placed inside of us. We run from it. We're scared of it. You get what I'm saying? It's like God just told you, you got, we're on we're in our own way. We be in our own way of God making, you know, provide. We be in our own way of seeing miracles in our life. You get what I'm saying? And we have to understand that we are here to save others as well. We're here to be that, that, that portal of God. And how can I see God in earth? That's us. You get what I'm saying? How can I see God? What does God look like on earth? That's us. Jesus let us know. Let the disciples know before he left, y'all will do greater things. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go with my father, but y'all will do greater things. We're supposed to be doing those greater things. How are we going to do that if we're running from our own calling? You feel me? Like God himself is telling, was the one who told Moses, drop that stick. And it turned into a snake, Moses running. What sense does that make? God gave you the power and authority to do that. What are you running from? <laughs> and I'm really talking to myself. But, okay, um, what point did I want to pull, uh, pull from this? Oh, the point I, only point I wanted to prove from this is how God provides and we got to see it through. Uh, okay, so this is the net, one of the many excuses Moses made up as to why he couldn't go when God said go. And I love that God is a patient God sometimes. <laughs> well, he's patient. He's patient. But sometimes he don't play with us. But I like that he had time to play with Moses. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, Moses spoke to the Lord. He said, Lord, I've never been a good speaker. And I haven't gotten any better since you spoke to me. <laughs> I haven't got any better since you spoke to me. I don't speak very well at all. The Lord said to him, who makes human beings able to talk? Who makes them unable to hear or speak? Who makes them able to see? Who makes them blind? It is I, the Lord. Now go. I will help you speak. I will teach you what to say. See, then and there, our mind is, is only thinking of our way of how God is going to do it. Oh, so God is going to give me the words that I need to say. So God is just going to touch my mouth, and I'm now going to be able to speak and talk. Da, 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 da. No, that's how we think that God is going to handle our situation. That's how we think God is going to do it. But God had a whole other plan. The job is still going to get done, but I know the way you think it's going to get done. Baby, I got something else for you. You know what I'm saying? I know you think that's the way that I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it another way. So cool. Because um, really, I would have thought the same thing, though, because God talking about who makes human beings able to speak. I would have thought he was going to give me a new mouth. I would have thought that. But anyway, let's keep going. 
But Moses said, Lord, please send somebody else to do it. That be us. Please, Lord, not me. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Sound like me, girl. Sound like me, too. What's in your mouth? What's in your hands? We have the authority. God already gave us what we need in order to get it done. What are we doing with it? You know what I'm saying? We already got the stick. Okay, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Um, but Moses said, Lord, please get somebody. Oh, he didn't say get somebody else to do it. I'm putting stuff in the Bible. <laughs> but Moses said, Lord, please send someone else to do it. Then the Lord became very angry with Moses. He said, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? Like, let me just tell you. What about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak. I know he can speak very well. He's already on his way to meet you. He will be glad to see you. You get what I'm saying? Speak to him. Tell him what to say. I will help both of you speak. I will, I will teach you what to do. The Lord had his own way of working out the situation. But the point is, is he already provided is what I'm trying to say. We have to trust God. We have to trust in who we serve. So when we come into him and we say, Lord, you know what? You got me. I can't let you go. You know what I'm saying? I love you. you I've, I've realized how much you love me. I'm here. It's an ongoing process of trusting him because we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to reach different places in him. We're going to have to continue to trust him that he will provide. I know it may seem like, Lord, but how are you going to do this one? Same way he did it the last time. When you thought, you know what I'm saying, Lord, how are you going to do it? He did it. And he's going to do it again, and he's going to keep doing it. We got to trust in the God that we say we serve. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, the the title was never again of the fact that <laughs> – the title was never again. Just back to the scripture. We're going to read the scripture one more time because we have to understand that we are – once we drink from that well, we will never have to thirst again. Stop being in lack. Stop suffering. Stop being a victim of your situations. We have authority. I'm talking to myself as well. But we have authority. You know what I'm saying? And free will. If you don't like it, <laughs> do something about it. You feel me? Many of them. We're talking about never again. Okay, so John chapter 4, verse 14. But anyone who drinks the water I give them will never be thirsty. In fact, the water I give them will become a spring of water in them. It will flow up into eternal life. We never have to thirst again. When we come into Christ, we have the authority and the power to say never again. We have to see. We have never. (laughs) When we come into Christ, we have the authority and the power to say never again. We never have to be in lack again. We never have to suffer again. We never have, a, we never have to have a victim mindset again. As long as we continue to stay connected, and learn how to overcome, learn how to let go of fear, learn how to walk into the promise. All of that comes with us staying connected and being committed to seeing it. That's how it comes: is staying committed and being connected to Christ. God has already laid everything out for you. Stay on his path. Amen. That's what God has been dealing with me with is stay on the path. It's already yours. I've already provided, but you'll never get what I provided if you over there. What I got and what I provided is right here in this lane. If you all the way over there, you can't get it. It's not yours once you over there, but it's yours when you right here where you supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. And I get I had another thing with affirmations, but really just because it's Valentine's Day, a little self love or whatever. Do I want to even do it? I just that word that word was good. I told y'all I was gonna be five minutes. Look at it, twenty three. <clears throat> I'm gonna just read my affirmations and 
that I've made for myself, what, last week sometime, and I just want to share them. And if you could pull from them, pull from them. But the point I'm making with this is what was the other text? I came from John chapter 14, verse, I mean, John chapter 4, verse 14. We have 1 Kings 17, verses 2 through 6, and we have Exodus chapter 4. Um, Again, I have John 4 and 14, 1 Kings 17, verses 20, sorry, 1 Kings 17, verses 2 through 6, and Exodus chapter 4. So real quick, just some affirmations. Um, Questions to get my affirmations that I had to ask myself is, who did God create me to be? How can I continue to meet parts of that person? What do I need to hear? What do I need to hear in order to break the cycles of this same person and get in the same results? And these are the affirmations I wrote myself. Like I said, I'm just sharing it because it's Valentine's Day, some self-love, some self-care. Mine are don't undersell yourself. I don't care what they can afford. Influence the room. Don't adapt to it. You You are a creator. You are valuable. Everyone should not have access to you. Let it go. Don't settle for anything less than what you want. Believe that you deserve it. That's how you'll get it. And I'm not on earth to suffer. I'm an unlimited being. These are my affirmations to myself. And I just wanted to encourage, you know, it's Valentine's Day, a little self-care. It's how I got my affirmations. I asked myself, who did God create me to be? And how can I continue to meet parts of that person? What do I need to hear? Because also you got to be real with yourself. What do you need to hear right now? I needed to hear, don't undersell yourself. I don't care what they can afford. I needed to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Um, What do I need to hear in order to break the cycles of that same person and get in the same results? So be real with yourself. Be honest. And that's a part of self-love as well. So I love (laughs) y'all. I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness. I pray that we make today a great day, put our best foot forward today, and trust God in everything that we do today. Love y'all. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.